Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome back to Voices from the Mausoleum. In today's episode, we are back with Horror Bestie Breakdown, uh, episode number three. And in today's episode, Tasha and I are talking. What is it? All of us are all dead. All of us are dead. <laughs> I told you, I keep trying to say, I keep trying to say we are all dead. I don't know why, but it's All of Us Are Dead, which is a Netflix original um, Japanese. Korean, uh, Korean zombie Korean sorry zombie uh Korean zombie television show that just came out um Friday before this one by the time you listen to it we have a lot to unpack huh? yeah. oh my gosh <laughs> <laughs> like I've got like four or five pages of notes yeah of everything just going through they did they did a good yeah. job with detail like how many things yeah. that seem little at the time that just come back to haunt you later literally For sure. sometimes yeah. Well, and it's funny too, because I think it being 12 episodes and like an hour long episode pretty much um is, is a lot. I mean, that's that's a lot for a first season for something like this, I think. Yeah. Yeah, I feel um, like I mean, granted, I wish Archive 81 had been 12 episodes long, but um yeah, it was <laughs> it was a good one to knock yeah. out. They put a bit in there. At first, I think you had mentioned it too, like it was kind of tough to imagine how it was gonna last 12 episodes. Yes. Yeah. Um, but no, they yeah. they kept it going. They didn't lose momentum at all. So no, and it's crazy too. And and I know we'll we'll dive into a lot more of this when we get to the spoiler part. But like um for those of you uh just tuning in, you should go listen to our other episodes. <laughs> we uh <laughs> we did Archive 81 and uh the new screen movie. Um not last weekend, but the weekend before. So those episodes are up. Um and but so if you're new, we'll we'll break this down really quick. We're gonna give our rating. And we're going to give an unspoiler opinion, I guess, for both of us. And then after that, we'll say, hey, jumping into spoilers. And then we'll kind of break everything down from there a little bit further. Um, so, yeah. So, I, uh, yeah, they did a lot with with the limited, um, see, not scenes. What's the word I'm looking for? Locations? Yeah. Like I, but I, but yeah, no, I, I didn't, I wasn't anticipating it could keep my attention for 12 episodes, but uh, currently it has a 7.7 uh, out of 10 on IMDb, a 79% on Rotten Tomatoes, which is actually pretty good for a zombie that movie good. or a zombie show. Um, and then uh, Google users have it at a 97%. Wow. Yeah. So pulling out all the stops. Yeah. Um, I'm still getting my voice back from having COVID. Um, so I will be smacking the whole time as I eat a cough drop, but I'm going to try really hard not to do that. It's <laughs> unacceptable. Not allowed. Uh, so, um, all right. So what are you giving this uh, one out of 10? Uh, I guess I'd probably have to go with a seven on this one. Seven? Yeah. I'm going to be ready. Okay. Yeah. Um, go with the I'm masses. Gonna give it, huh? I'll go with the masses. The masses. I, uh, yeah, I'm going to give it a, um, probably an eight out of 10. Um, yeah, I, um, I did like it a lot. Um, but there were a couple things that I think could have been done different to just elevate the viewing experience as it were. Right. So I was, um, I had concerns at the beginning, like with them all being teenagers, mm -hmm. like being able to mm -hmm. relate to them because <laughs> teenagers are a different breed. Of course, um, mm, but yeah. they they did a pretty good job. Like as they go on, like with the character development and everything, they go from like you know the bouncy, 
immature expectation of a teenager at the beginning to like you grow up pretty quick. Yeah, because it became life or death, literally. Like all of that stupid stuff, it's like that kind of gets thrown out the window. Mm-hmm. So uh, what are your unspoiled thoughts on uh, all of us are dead? <laughs> I did let, like me, it. let me look at my notes. Uh, right, exactly. So it's kind of, it's almost kind of a running joke at this point, like with foreign films or series for me, uh, because yeah. I have this habit of doing other things while I'm watching TV. So I'm used to being able to listen to it. So... I did kind of struggle with like character names in this one, keeping up with things, even though I did play it dubbed like in English. So I felt like I kind of, but that's, you know, kind of on me, I guess, culturally maybe because I had a harder time with the names, like just kind of grasping everything and everybody straight. So did they say, so with you watching it dubbed, did they still say the names like they were you know what i mean like they just were the same right they didn't change that part yeah try to do the way they were pronounced or anything okay no they kept those consistent so it was just kind of a matter of trying to and those uniforms were killing me man it's just (laughs) they're killing me those plaid pants oh my gosh yeah Yeah, pretty awful that was like golf course level it was bad yeah no i agree but yeah i feel like i mean there's there's a lot of really good development throughout i agree with you i feel like there are some things that they probably could have done a little better some characters they probably could have put some more work into but overall it was i felt it was good yeah and i did get a lot of covid vibes which like pandemic related which we discussed a little bit earlier so yeah yeah that was a, yeah, exactly. I don't want to list specific things because I guess it's spoiler, but yeah, I got, I got a lot of, I don't mean, it, it is technically a pandemic, so it works, but yeah. I feel like there were a lot of specific things that could be related back to what everybody else has been dealing with. Yeah. Yeah. I think, um, yeah, I mean, I think all of the things that I really liked about it, um, are things that I typically like when I see Korean horror or Japanese horror in general, um, which is they kind of rely a lot more on atmospheric horror and story. Like, so like typically in at least what I've had exposure to a lot of times it's very character driven. And this is a hundred percent character driven. Like the, the zombie scenes are, are phenomenally done. Like I I'm, I'm super, I was super impressed with all of those, the gore sequences, the way the zombies move, the way they sound, the way they behave, all of that is super, was very well done. I have no complaints whatsoever about the gore or the setup of how the zombies moved or any of that stuff. Um, yeah, that was great. And I think, but I think it's strong and, and we, and this is probably going to be a reoccurring thing because both of us really appreciate this. Um, Cause I feel like we said this a lot about archive 81 too, is, I mean, it being so character driven is what made it so good. Like, like you said, like I was a little like mm, about it being teenagers too, but I got really invested in some of those stories, like some of the, um, and, and I'll, I'll be careful what I say here, but I think like, you know, as far as the, just the way that the relationships changed, the behaviors we saw change in these characters that started out one way and ended up in another way. Um, all of that was so seamless. Like, I don't feel like like it all made sense. It wasn't like this person went from this from A to B and it didn't make any sense how they got there. Like it all made sense. 
because of the situations that the different characters were put in and stuff. So I think that was really well done. Um, I think there were a couple of sections of people, um, part of the character arcs that I just, I just didn't give a shit about. (laughs) There was was a couple like that where I was just like, okay, like get back to the ones I'm invested in. Yeah, Um, exactly. And I, I find myself doing that a lot, even with like books and stuff like that. I find, I tend to find my people and I stick with my people. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, But yeah, I didn't. And I, we talked about, of course, so we know it's the same group of people, but (laughs) Yeah, right. Yes. Just, we have, yeah. I think we share the same feelings on that part. So yeah. hard to to get invested in their characters and yeah. really care at all. Yeah. No, I agree. And I think um, I think it was also surprisingly paced well because I feel like if you try to sum up like the episodes as things kind of move forward, I feel like it seems like not that much happens. Like if you really think about it, but when you're watching it, like it's felt like a lot at the time. I mean, it's 12, like I said, 12 episodes. I mean, it's kind of a lot. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I really liked it a lot. I, I'm, I'm actually, I'm really looking forward to a season two whenever they get around to it. Um, it definitely ends like there's going to be, like they have some, some concepts for a season two. Oh, absolutely. absolutely. Yeah. They, they left that door wide open. Mm-hmm. Yeah, even if it didn't quite in the way I wanted it to. <laughs> so, right. um, okay, well, let's jump into um, we'll jump into the spoiler part now, and kind of I guess we'll go like let, we'll try to do it based off episodes and try to go like <laughs> in order. <of> <laughs> do our do our best to stick with it chronologically. Yeah, because I mean, I you know I try to make make it make sense for people listening. Um, yeah, so I, I mean. What did you think of the first episode? So the first episode, when it starts out, it starts with that fighting scene with the bullies. Yeah. And um, I think definitely. you messaged me and you were like, uh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like they, they started off with a bang. Like they, yeah. they just yeah. jumped right into things. Um, yeah. I feel like with that whole episode in general, they did a really good job with showing the different dynamics of the the kids at school, like the bullying and everything that was going on. Yeah. Um, kind of the twisted, dirty, well, not dirty, but like kind of messier relationships. Like you can tell yeah. that um, <clears throat> Chung Sun definitely has a crush on Anju. And, you know, like the scene where she's asking him how her hair looks better. And yeah. he's, yeah. And he's just like, He's like, get out of here, is what he tells He's her. Like, yeah, cartoon hard eyes for a second until he, like, comes to his senses and is like, whatever. But, yeah, yeah, I feel like, I mean, that I was kind of shocked, like, the level of bullying that they went straight for, which, I mean, it yeah. makes sense with the way those characters develop later and just, like, how mm. angry they are. So, yeah. I mean, they kind of had to have a powerful setup to, to make that point. Yeah, I think um, I think they did a really good job of setting the foundation for all of those arcs that we did end up really enjoying. Because um, the the stuff with the bullies is is uh, is really uncomfortable. Like you know the scene um, with the the girl where they're recording her. Yeah, and she's. I was just like, that was so uncomfortable. Like I was just like, this poor baby. Like you know, and it's like. I, I don't know, like normally, okay, so like when we talk like 80s bullies, right? So like a lot of 80s movies, 
had bullies in like American movies. Like that's a really common thing. But I, they were never like that level of bullying. Yeah. Like they didn't do things. Well, I mean, of course, I guess back then they didn't have the technology either. But you know what I mean, though? This was like a very different type of degradation. Like this was not, you know, and, and I think that you get like, because they did this so well, you get really invested emotionally, like kind of really fast. Like for it to be a first episode, it really pulls you in. You know, yeah. you're coming from the the kid being bullied that turns into the zombie that causes this whole thing, essentially. Or, well, it gives you the background of what happens, I guess. Um, yeah. You know, and then he goes, um, his dad is the one that did this. And you learn, you know, like you get you get a lot of backstory really quickly. But I think it it helped because I think otherwise we would have been annoyed how long it took to get any answers. Mm-hmm. Um, I was so, kind yeah, of... I, Confused by the end of it um because it shows him like taking the bible in the emergency room like and you know beating his son with it like in an effort to kill him i guess but then at the end like his son is being pulled out of their house with his mother because they had both turned into zombies so yeah i wasn't sure it felt like there was kind of a disconnect there um, mm-hmm. I didn't realize from that scene that he takes him back home, I guess, and chains him up, apparently. But the way they yeah. present that whole storyline throughout the episode, mm-hmm. it doesn't look like he ever really left after he was infected. I didn't think he did either um, until later. Um, I think, yeah. I mean, I guess they, I guess the only, the only like, hint. Well, well let's see. I'm thinking when he does the suitcase, when he puts him in the suitcase, Mm. that's really like, yeah. I mean, it doesn't really, there's a, there's kind of an understood thing that he killed him. I get what you're saying. Like you kind of come from it like, okay, well, because the next thing that happens with the infection is the 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 girl, the female student getting bitten by the mouse. Yeah. And then he's got her tied up. And then they take her to the nurse and then she gets, she bites, um, whatever that girl's name. I have no idea. That girl wasn't a main character. So it's okay that I don't know who that is. Who was the, the nurse, nurse? Wasn't it? Was it the nurse? Oh, you're right. You're right. Yeah. And, um, and you know, like, uh, I think like it was interesting because like it went from a lot of the, the background stuff and then the relationship building, you got a lot of information at once and then it kind of like slowed down i guess so you start so that's when we started learning more about the relationships and the friendships at school and um the parents like the like um the uh the mom that had the restaurant what was the son's name oh um yeah so um you know like and seeing their friendships and you and i feel like when a lot of i mean this is pretty common i think Whenever you spend a lot of time getting used to friendships, relationships, family ties, whatever, you almost always can assume in those types of movies that's because some of them are going to not make it. Like, because they want to get you invested so that those moments hit you a lot harder when it happens. So they can Um, crush your soul later on. Yes, yes. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. For three fucking episodes. Um, Yeah, so... um, 
the middle is going to be kind of muddy as far as what I remember as episode wise, because I watched them. So, <laughs> I watched so many in, in a row. I watched the first six episodes in a row. Like, yeah. um, but, you know, yeah. So we get the girl who gets two goes and gets um, bites the nurse. And then that's kind of where it starts after that. Right. Is like the nurse, the girl gets out from the mm-hmm. hospital bed when she bites the nurse and then. Yeah, there starts to be these crazy ass attacks, and that's kind of where it starts. Yeah, I have to say the scene where they had taken her to the hospital, and I think that it was an MRI machine that they put her in. Um, that whole scene was crazy. When she's army crawling down the hallway of the hospital, I was like, "Oh no, <laughs> no, no, no!" I do not like when my zombies move like that. <laughs> no, no, not at all. Um, yeah, and there were a couple of times I actually scribbled down quotes that um, yeah that kind of hit me when we went through and like the second episode is where they've arrested the teacher because they find out that he had this girl locked up and everything and then he's being interviewed and he makes a comment at one point like the world swallowed my son and i felt like that was huge in terms of how bad the bullying was and you know what these kids were like doing to each other i mean everybody knows that kids are the worst to each other they really they are. are yes yeah so i felt like that was a really pretty powerful way i guess of saying you know how horrible it was for him and yeah. how they ultimately like i mean really he's really? the one who's responsible for his death but you yeah. know how, how that's what led him to do what he did with injecting his son with this virus and everything yeah and i think too it's like showing how um the detective, the cop being the one who tells him, he's like, it's, you know, it's always the same with people like you. It's always everyone else's fault. And it's like, yeah, but see, that's kind of, that was kind of what the problem was is everyone was like, okay, but kids just pick on each other. Like, that's just what kids do. And it's like those types of mentalities is what was ruining these kids' lives. And, you know, when he, when he's like, when he says, he tells them, he's like, you know, we moved him to a private school and they keep finding him like because of the way their town is and because of the way that their little community is like there was no escaping it. And as a parent, like, what do you do when your kid is is being treated this way physically? Not I mean, this isn't just like cyberbullying and oh, you should kill yourself. Like, no, these are like physical attacks. Yeah. He's getting um, shit out of him on a regular basis. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. And so I think like. Yeah, that was, um. I, that's one, I, I don't know if it's that episode or maybe the next one, but I, isn't that the episode where we learn about all of what was going on bully-wise? Like, does, is that the one that, that may not be the one that covers the conference or whatever you want to call it, the meeting that they did with the school board or whatever, that may be after that. Um, I want to say that one is a little bit later on. It was kind of tough to keep track, like because the episodes know. are so seamless, yes. you know, it just kind of flows so well that it's hard the to pinpoint. Just goes. Yeah, 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 yeah. But yeah, no, I am. Um, I actually, um, you know, I'm. I'm sure. I feel like this is one of those things. I feel like we were supposed to kind of feel bad for the dad, um, but I didn't really feel bad for him. I just kind of felt bad for his son. Like I kind of feel like okay, like yeah, we want to protect our children, but like also maybe don't make zombies. Like you know what I mean. Yeah. <laughs> there's a line to be drawn somewhere yeah like at some point like 
you were like trying, like, I don't know, like that part is, and because that's what he tells him. He's like, well, no, I needed to make it so that he could fight for himself. Yeah. Like, and his description of like how he was just kind of trying to twist his son's rage into something more powerful so he could defend himself. Like, it's great that you want him to be able to defend himself, but that's probably not the best way to go about doing it. Like, yeah, it was very mad scientisty. Like, it was very yeah. like, uh, you know, I'm going to play God and I'm going to fix this. And, you know, like, yeah, it's kind of, and I feel like the moments of like, I don't, so I, I do think it took me a little while to become emotionally invested. Um, like for real, for real with a lot of characters, but like, I wasn't emotionally invested in that story. I was more just pissed. Cause I'm like, you just opened up like <laughs> this. this yeah. Like for, and it's like, okay, but like, maybe that wasn't the best way to approach bullying. I'm just saying, you know? Yeah, um, I have to say, like the first, the first emotional moment that hit me is the very end of episode two, when they're oh. going out the window to the classroom below, and Chong oh. is the last one to make it out the window, and they make it look like he goes tumbling to the ground. With oh my gosh, I, that was there were actually a couple of times where I legit like jumped back in my seat, like hands up over my face, like oh my god, what just happened? And that that yeah. was one of them because I was like, no. Oh. I know. I really liked him a lot. He 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 was, he was probably my favorite, if not tied for another one other character favorite. But like he, I really loved his character, and I didn't at first. He was yeah. very like <clears throat> he was very like dumb. Like it just felt like he was just this dumb boy. Right. And there's like a part where um, Seoku. Say, say, I might be, I'm probably going to butcher that. But when he was like, um, he tells him, he's like, stop treating her like a dude. Like he tells him, he's like, stop oh, yeah, treating yeah. her like she's a dude. And I'm like, why is that so hard for them, for boys to understand? Anyway. Yeah. No, um, yeah, yeah no, when he, when he fell, I was like, damn, they are killing off. I wasn't expecting our main group to already be going through stuff like that. Cause I knew again, yeah. 12 episodes, you know? And I thought, damn, if they're already killing off one of the first people we met, then this is going to be a long 12 episodes you know yeah and at that point like he had kind of started to step up and like yes. take charge and be one of the leaders of the group and everything so yeah i definitely had started to get attached to him um so it felt like it was felt only like it was appropriate only for open. them to throw him out a window so because that's just what everybody does to me as our good friend adam Holtz likes to do to me with his <laughs> novels and i told him i was gonna point that out to people so I hope that he listens. He better listen to this. But yeah, <laughs> it seems like everything I watch, the people I love are the ones that get massacred without a doubt every time. So apparently I need to yeah. change my taste in people. <laughs> well, it's not like you always go for the same thing either because you don't. Yeah, that's true. I think. Um, I think kind yeah. of, well, okay, so I take that back. Him falling out the window is not my first kind of hit in the feels. It was when. There's the cafeteria. Oh, huh? go ahead. When There's that part friend. where they're in the cafeteria, and that's when that's before they go and they're all set, they're all like together as our first group. <clears throat> but there's like um when they're coming into the cafeteria, when they're like pushed up against that glass and they come in and he grabs her for the first time. Like that was one of those moments where I was like, he's gonna try to save her because he's in love with her. <laughs> And he's yeah. going to die in the first fucking hour of this show. I honestly, I don't even remember much about, I mean, I know that's where they were when everything really kind of hit the fan. Um, yeah. 
but no, the first the first one that really got me was when she's holding her friend's hand as she's um, out the window after she's changed, and they oh, do the flashbacks to her yeah. friendship and all the things yeah. they had done together, and you know, it's because you think at that age, like you know, you've had such a short time together, but they did a good job of showing, like even though you know they're young and haven't been around that long, that they had still developed this really good friendship. But yes, that was. That was rough. That it was still super meaningful. And and it too, it's like, it, it's that constant realization of what you have after it's gone. You know, yeah. you never know what you have till it's gone. And, and she even says that moments after that happens, she says, you know, I never really realized what a, what a great friendship we had. And now mm. she's gone and I'll never have that back again. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think I think those scenes, those sequences like that are, are just they're really well done. I'm pulling up the episode guide to see if I can help myself remember. <laughs> see, most of my notes are very much like my reactions to things. So I have like no in all capital letters and like 16 O's when <laughs> when it looks like Chong goes out the yeah. window. And then yeah. I start episode three with yes, because they brought him back and showed that he didn't actually die. <laughs> that he didn't. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, and then I think episode three is when we start meeting, like, yeah, we start seeing the military. Um, this yeah. oh, and then there's their classmate that's like pregnant, the pregnant girl, yeah. Which I thought <laughs> oh, go ahead. I was just gonna say, I, I did not give two fucks about that story, <laughs> yeah, it was one that didn't really ultimately seem to play a huge role with anything, like, if they had just no. taken that huge chunk out nothing would have changed changed. the rest of the story um i will say i thought it was really cool when she had left and then she had that near miss accident with that vehicle with that that like right over her yeah Yeah. that was really cool it's very Um, well done yeah yeah yeah, it was but yeah overall i feel like she could just poof and yeah it it really didn't change the story at all i mean i don't know and maybe this is a reach, but it's very possible that they were trying to use her to connect the instance at the school with the town. But I don't think that was necessary to make it fluid, you know, because that's what, that's what happens. Like once she left the school, that was when we move into the town and we start seeing the virus is spreading. People are getting sick and it's not just the people at the, um, the students at the school because it is now gone, you know, yeah. Into Town, Yeah. And I mean, I guess technically later on, you know, you see how the sergeant is like when they find the baby and it kind of humanizes him a little bit more. But yeah, I feel like, you know, they bring in that little girl. So you kind of see that with her. Like, I'm it's like, not necessary. Like, yeah, yeah, I see what you're saying. You're right. If you remove that part completely from, there's nothing. Yeah. Like yeah. it doesn't change anything. Yeah, no, you're right. Um, I did. Um, I liked the street sequences as we started to see more of the virus in the city, too. I thought those were really well shot. One part of this episode, the third one that cracked me up and it looking back on it, it's weird that it happened so early in the storyline because it feels like it was so far along at that point. But yeah, it's when um, oh, his name, Jiang, Jiang Su. Um, the boy that, you know, um, Nayan, she calls yes. him a wealthy, the one that she is like out to get. Yeah. Um, for no other reason other than the fact that he's not rich. Yeah. yeah. 
um, which yeah. was horrible. I could not stand that girl. That was episode three. Yeah, that was episode three, man. Oh, I, I know. I it seems like it's so farther along, so much farther. Yeah. Along. But um, yeah. So when she when she goes into the room to quote unquote apologize. And you see they flash to all the kids, like, crouched down, like, just kind of peeking over like they're expecting a bomb to go off. That yeah. absolutely cracked me up. Yeah, they were like, oh, they're going to kiss. They're going to kiss. They're right. being, like, so stupid. Which, it was it was funny, but at the same time, like, because you get an idea. Like, the second she put that cloth on his hand, I knew exactly. What, like, he wasn't actively bleeding. It had been over half an hour at that point. You know, there's yeah. no need for her to put cloth on his cuts. So as soon as she did that, I was like, oh, no, 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 no. Yeah, she was an asshole. She, yeah, and like when it showed her looking at the spike, the stake, whatever you want to call it, I first thought she was just going to like run for it and grab it and like stab him in the face because she kept accusing him of being infected from the Mm -hmm. scratch. But in this world, scratches do not infect you. It has to be a bite. And so, um yeah, and then it showed the cloth, and I was like, first it took me a it took me a second because I, what what I expected to happen didn't happen. So mm. then she was like in there, and then she started being an asshole and like saying all that mean stuff. And then I was like, what is going on? It was just such a weird like she she had like no shame is kind of what I'm getting at. Like she no. literally she was like, let me just make you a zombie so we have to kill you. And then she started saying all this mean shit, and I was like, what in the world? Right, because it was more important for her to be right about him than it is for him to be alive. Yeah, her her whole character was just such an ass and worst. Yeah, like, even even knowing that they're kids and that they're kind of going to have a different approach to things, like I feel hmm. like that was just some straight up psychopath right there. It was just it was mind blowing that that's yeah. I mean, really her whole thing all along. It's just like that's what your priorities are. Like, shut yeah, up. just deal with it. You're in the same situation as everybody else. Don't make everybody else miserable. Yeah, and I don't think I mean you run a bigger risk when you have more people when you're talking about zombies and people get infected and bad shit happening. But I wouldn't want to do that shit alone. Mm-mm. Definitely not. Like so to I, alienate everybody is just. Yeah, and she was so quick to put her life was so was valued so much more than everybody else's to her. So like it didn't matter what she put anyone else through. Mm -hmm. And it's like she was looking for any reason to come down on him. Like I yeah, that part was rough. And I'm and I was a little aggravated with the teacher because I felt like the teacher was like fucking useless in that part. Like she was just like tisk tisk, you know, (laughs) like she yeah. Yeah, and this is kind of where um, Namra, the class president, she yes. she had kind of put me off in this episode because at one point it seems like she's all gloom and doom, and then the next second, like she's telling everybody, you know, to hang on and not despair. But what really got me is that she waited. She saw everything that this girl did and never said anything. I feel like. I mean, because there was literally no other reason for this girl to be getting this contaminated blood before she walks in to talk to him. So, I mean, I feel like you wouldn't want to expect that that's what somebody's going to do, but at least be like, call her out and be like, hey, what are you- hold on, hold on. Yeah. Like, what's what's yeah. happening here? Um, so, like, it's great that she spoke up and said something after the fact, because that's how they find out 
you know what, what happened. happened. But yeah. at the same time, like, could she have saved his life if she had spoken up? Yeah, so. and I, I, he was one of the people I liked, like character wise. Oh, like so I really cute. liked. Yeah, I liked him, and he was just like he was not taking any of her shit either. He was like, "Fuck you," like, yeah. <laughs> had enough of this shit. Like <laughs> we have bigger problems to worry about right now than your bullshit. Yeah. So leave me alone. No, I loved. Yeah, I loved his character a lot, but he was probably the first one that I got that I liked that we lost. He was yeah. probably the first one. Um, yeah, and I think yeah. I mean her. Yeah, she's she was psychotic, and then her and the teacher, of course, like go out and do whatever. Yeah. Um, and we don't find out until much later what happened with them. Yeah. And I, man, I was kicking that teacher for that. Cause I was like, no, let her go. Like she brought this on herself. She can suffer the consequences of her behavior. And I feel like, so, okay. So episode four is when they go get the cell phone. So that's when we start getting into the different zombies. Oh yes. Like the, yeah. the hybrid kind of ones. So, the, zombies. The uh, yeah. Zombies. <laughs> so the the very beginning of episode four is this dude who, again, they could have completely cut him out, and I wouldn't have cared one bit. This damn orange gibberish. Are you kidding me? The influencer that decides he's going to creep into town to make his videos. Who? Why did that matter? Oh, he just, the only part of his storyline that I liked at all was when he's in the daycare and he thinks it's abandoned and all of a sudden all these zombie children come running out at him. (laughs) That was, that was an awesome oh shit moment. Like I, I really, (laughs) that was cool. Little zombie kids. Yeah. Other than that, he was just annoying. Like, no, just get him out of there. It kind of felt like a, um, it kind of felt half baked. It was kind of like, okay. When you're trying to show all of the levels of like the kind of shit that would happen if this were real, um, influencers doing shit like that for views is a hundred percent something that would happen. Not me. I don't care about (laughs) views that much. You can have your zombies do what you need to do. At that point, I'm worried about staying alive, not views. But no, that's valid. It's one of those things where it was like, yeah, like we want to show this piece, but it it just didn't mix with the rest of the story. Yeah. Um, I, I really didn't feel like he was that important anywhere. I'm not, I'm inclined to agree. I don't think he was. And I think um, that's also like, so when they, so when um, the girl that's bullied in the very beginning, she gets bitten mm-hmm. and she changes into this like weird in between thing where she's still conscious and still very human, but also very infected and needing to feed. And she's determined to find this video of her topless that they did in the beginning when they were filming her um, from, he had scheduled uh, for it to go out. So she goes to find the phone to try to just get rid of it, which is really dumb because what she ends up doing is smashing all of the cell phones that get better in the teacher's lounge. Which is mostly dumb for the fact that when you schedule something to go out, smashing the phone doesn't do anything about it being (laughs) scheduled. See, part of what I picked up from that, and maybe I missed a chunk, it's entirely possible, because I I watched these ones at work. Um, But I thought, because she goes through the whole speech about how she just wants everybody to die. And 
I felt like part of her smashing the phones was trying to remove other resources for people that were still around so that they really didn't have a choice oh, okay. to sit there and die. Yeah, kind that's of, an interesting way to look at it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I can see that. But yeah, she was, she was still, cause they show at one point the phone, it sh shows, uh, Gwina, Schedule, whatever. Him, yeah. yeah. It shows his upload and she has her meltdown. Um, so this, yeah, and then, is, go um, ahead. No, no, you, <laughs> no, you. <laughs> so this was the first part where I kind of got made like a little bit of a parallel, I guess, to the COVID vibes, because on one hand, like, I really appreciate it. They brought up like real issues. Like what you don't see a lot of in zombie movies is, oh man, we're all trapped in this little room. How do we go to the bathroom? So oh, yeah, that whole bit, like I thought that was absolutely hysterical. Um, it was really funny. But at the same time, I was like, I can kind of see where all of a sudden this huge emphasis on the bathroom thing is like the toilet paper shortage of 2020. And everybody was like freaking out about going to the yeah. bathroom. So I was like, oh man it just felt familiar <laughs> yeah, yeah it did um yeah. but yeah i thought I it was good that they brought that, that up yeah. because that's absolutely a realistic issue that's gonna happen if something like that comes around so i don't think i've ever seen that done before i'm i'm sure there have been like little nods to like those types of needs Mm -hmm. But like they even focused on like eating and being without like talking about like the fact that they would die from dehydration if they didn't have anything to drink over X amount of time. Yeah. Like those are very real issues, things that like you have to think about. Yeah, no, that's true. Mm -hmm. That was good. It was. It just it just cracked me up. Like seeing the kids like um plastering everything on that window up and on the, to make it for privacy and like yeah. yeah. I think, um, and then like right after that is when um, Seoku, Seoka, however you say his, um, the last part of his name, but him and um, the other main guy. Chung? Yeah. Chung -san. That, that's So when they go to find the cell phones, that's when they get separated. Yeah. So, um, and yeah. I was kind of torn on that because like I know that they're young they're teenagers their bodies aren't broken and old like ours but at the same time i feel like some of the physical feats that these kids are doing like when they're hanging by their fingertips from that windowsill that gave me a lot yeah i was like man i, can, like, I would die of, like i would fall yeah, off <laughs> like the level of strength required for that is like yeah holy crap mm -hmm. the the other kind of big thing in the fourth one was kind of flashbacks to the principal and how he was handling everything. And we have a school evaluation coming up and should we really make this an issue? This? Yeah. Yeah. And he gets mad at uh, Miss Park for, for going to the police or go or calling um, the ambulance. And yeah. like, she had already called the police and he was like, I told you to handle this internally. Like he was like, yeah. He didn't I was give not a shit that like this was all going down the way it was. He was like, no, like it's supposed to be a secret. And then you find out that he knew about some of the stuff the teacher was doing that like mm -hmm. that was crazy. He's yeah. a piece of shit. That principal sucked. I was not sorry to see him go. Yeah, no. So that's actually kind of that's where I think we're trucking along on, on timeline wise. I think we're doing all right. Yeah. I have, I have no idea. Um, so, yeah, I mean, because. Because whenever um, Chung and um, Seoku, Seoka. They call him Bear Sue because they make fun of him for his bare feet. So 
We'll just go with that. It's easier. There you go. So he goes, when they get separated, that's when he finds the psycho, the bad, the super bad guy, mm -hmm. um, whatever his name is. Um, and at that point, he's still completely human, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Because that he, I believe that one ends with him in the library. Right. Yeah. So then he gets... Um, it's coming back to me in order. Like, <laughs> um, yeah. So he, yeah. So he goes and he murders the principal mm -hmm. and it's filmed. And then he decides, okay, this is like my new goal. So they, um, what is his name? You said his name, the bad guy. Guinam. Guinam. And, um, yeah. So then he chases, they go running into, does he throw the? I don't remember if he throw if he throws the the yes. knife. That, that happens is, first. That yeah, that's how season. Yeah. Okay, yeah, I lied. The library is in the next episode because season four ends or season episode. four, episode four ends with him running down the hallway and him throwing the knife because I have written in all capital letters. Why do they keep killing Chong San? I'm <laughs> 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 uh, so mad. Yeah, like, and let then this I, poor kid go. Yeah, and then he gets to this is kind of when he starts realizing how he feels about Anju. Because this yeah. is when he starts thinking about never seeing her again and like what that would feel like and like all of these things because he's completely isolated by himself at this point. And mm -hmm. then as he's trying to get back to the group, he and um the bad guy. Yes, they run into each other again and they have this fight on top of the book stacks in the library and then Guinam gets bitten and attacked. Mm. And then that's when he turns into this weird zombie, this like hybrid yeah. of zombie human, um, which I was like annoyed by. I was like, come on, why do all the shitty people get turned into this like weird like mix it sucked i didn't i hated so, that part i think like thinking back to like the original like clips from the scientist as he's creating this virus for his son is the whole point was to turn his son's rage into power so it's the first two that get changed like that are the two like angriest like students that have like all this buried <laughs> anger you know this poor girl yeah, that's just taking so much crap from her class from every literally everyone yeah and then, yeah, and then well and you know you bring up a good point because if you think about it the class president um namra she yeah. had so much better control over herself because she didn't have all of that rage like hmm. she you know I, I don't know what the reasonings behind the having her be that way or whatever but there was a very distinct difference in how she behaved compared to the other two i do think I too do like because like, they discuss they a lot of lot. you know she gets a lot of crap because you know her mom is rich and her mom does this and her mom does that so it kind of seems like she was an outcast for a long time too like when they're sitting around the fire later on and they talk about oh it. yeah she's like I, because she had to be what her mother wanted her to be. Yeah. So I feel like yeah. there, to some extent, she kind of shares that with them, but she's she also fallen in with this supportive group and she's got that, that system there with her. So I feel like that kind of helps her kind of kind of keep cope, better control of yeah. the reins, I guess. Well, and I think too, it's like a common thing to talk about like what happens to people when they're put in these situations like this, these life or death, do or die, blah, blah, blah. Right. And I think 
one of the things that I truly believe in real life situations is I do think there are two different types of people. I don't think that given these situations that everyone would just be awful and murderous and terrible and psychotic. I think that there would be people who really did want to just live, continue to live and do right and be a good person and help others and whatever. And, um, I like the way they balance that the balance between people going like they, everybody shows their true colors at some point. Yeah. And it's so like grounding to see that some of those people that were being themselves were being good people, friendly people, like you said, supportive friends, like, because it just goes to show that like, you know, the, and a lot of times too, the other thing that kind of falls into this, that I feel like they balanced really well is reminding us that these are still kids. So these like silly moments, like what you were talking about where they're like peeking over the bookcase and, and yeah. whatever, you know, little moments like that. Cause that's not the only one like that. Um, it made it more realistic to me because I feel like those are things that would happen for real. Like you yeah. can't just take a bunch of 16, 17 year olds and, erase the fact that they're 16 and 17 just because there's zombies, you know? Um, But yeah, no, I, I liked, I liked the differences between, because even the two bad guys, we'll call them bad guys, the girl and the guy that, that were also changed that were not great or friendly or fun. um, They were, they were also very different from each other. Yeah. Because they were after different things. And I, I liked that. I thought that was really well done. Yeah, they they did a good job, like, of kind of building up everybody's motivations for why they do what they do, Um, which, you know, they're not great motivations, but it's still, you know, as teenagers, like, you can see that that, you know, that would be what they fixated on with, you know, like, Guinam, like, with, you know, getting Chung-san back for filming him killing the principal. Like, at this point, really, what difference does it make if somebody tells on you for killing the principal? Because it is chaos. Well, at that point, like, yeah. And I think, too, it's an interesting thing to think about because it's like he he also was kind of sort of feeling some of the same stuff that the girl was. I don't remember her name. But, you know, because he was under a thumb. Yes, he was a bully, but he was an assistant bully. You know what I mean? Like he, yeah. his, he had like a boss bully, I guess. I don't know what you, I don't know the hierarchy, but like, you know, he was spoken to and treated just as badly as they were. The yeah. only difference is he got the outlet to do it to other people. And so right. now it was like, well, and now I'm going to fixate on this one thing because you're trying to be what I don't, why, what I no longer have to listen to or deal with anymore. I did love when they felt, when he met up with the head bully though, under the car. I love that. I was like, he's about to drag his ass out. (laughs) He's about to fuck him up. I didn't know that Um, was going to happen. And I did really like that part a lot. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Cause I think um, one of the things that keeps pushing his buttons is that Chung San keeps calling him a gopher and that just like fires him up. He does not care for that shit at all. That's true. Yeah. And I think, um, yeah, I really liked that part. And I think that, you know, (coughs) I think that um, as we get more into, like, you know, we learned that um, Seoku has the feelings for um, Namra. And, like, when, you know, when she gets bitten, 
right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, she gets bitten and she becomes this hybrid. I really liked the way they showed how it made her see things because it didn't so really so much do that with the other two, but we got to see mm -hmm. what she was seeing visually, like through her eyes and, and getting an idea of what she was sensing and feeling and whatever. Um, yeah. I really liked that part a lot too, because that made me really start liking her. I think that was when I started liking her was after she changed. Yeah, I, I agree with that. Like it's, I was kind of good. Like when she starts encouraging them to be more hopeful when they, because she gets bitten after they do their whole music plan with the speakers to rescue Chung and then get to the, or to rescue him and get out. They get to the music room to rescue him. And she's been bitten at that point. Um, yeah. And there was one point when they were talking about the CDs, when they were trying to find music to play and they make the comment, this is ancient. And I just wanted to throat punch them. I was like, you leave my CDs alone. Um, yeah. But after she does change, there's, I think it's Anju's um, line that she's got where she makes the comment, hatred is contagious, but so is trust. When after he had tied himself to her, yeah, when I thought that was like, I I think that was when Anju really started to grow. That's when her development really started because you know earlier on, you know she gave she tried to give her name patch to say Seoku Seoku, and um, she uh because she was in total denial, I think, about how she felt about Chong. So mm. she was like, oh, I'm gonna date him, and uh, you know whatever. And he was like super confused. He was like, uh, what? But so it's interesting because she she kind of had to get through this like rejection sort of. But she like was so supportive of keeping Namra with them instead of yeah. outcasting her or mistreating her. And I really love that. That that really spoke to her character as like who she was as a person. And I really liked that it showed that part. Um, yeah, that was really good. And her dad in that episode is like the first time where it's like, this dude is like a closet badass. Like we had no he idea that he, was, <laughs> that he was capable of these things. Like, like what he is he amazing. like special? Yeah. He was like, yeah, he, yeah. He was like, uh, what's his name and taken Liam Neeson. Yeah. I will find you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I got a certain like, set of a special set of skills that I will use to track you down. Right. <laughs> They just show him as like an EMT part of the fire department kind of thing. And then, oh, yeah, then by the way, he used to be special like, forces. Yeah, yeah. I love that part. I loved it. And that's yeah. kind of when we started getting into the characters that I really just didn't give a shit about. I didn't care yeah. about the cabinet member, assembly member, whatever she's called. I didn't care about her. I didn't mm -hmm. care about um, the archery kids that we meet, the two archery kids and the kids in the bathroom. Yeah. I didn't care about that, um, like at literally like at all. And then, um, yeah, that's kind of when the politics and stuff started getting into it. Cause they're like, well, what do we do? And nobody wanted to go save the kids from the school. And she's, and the assembly members like, well, <coughs> we need to save the kids. And she's like trying to make this message cause it's going to look good for her career and not really cause she cares. And yeah, they yeah. started getting into like the more realistic political stuff where they're like, you know, Let's just bomb everything and move it. Keep it right. moving. And then, you know, that scene, like, they, they make their escape again. And it's mm -hmm. the end of episode seven where that asshole on the roof doesn't let them out. And he's like, no, I'm the only one here. 
I was and, like sitting at work, fucking oh, fuming. Like I was sitting at my yes. desk and I was like, what is happening? I was, getting so, <laughs> I was like, you are such an asshole. You're being a bully. You're being the thing that you like hate. Right. I was so angry. So angry when he was like, no, it's just me. That's okay. He got his just desserts. He did, but it's kind of frustrating because if they had been rescued at that point, then this whole realization for them that people could be asymptomatic, they wouldn't have had that yet. So there would have been no hesitation with them taking all the other kids. And boom, that would have been good. But of course, you know, then what would they have done for the next five episodes? So that's true. Because when because that was really heart wrenching, like watching them not be able to get out there like. Like they yeah. get out there, they make it, but the, the helicopter's already like flying away. That part was really hard. It was yeah. really sad. It was rough. And, and it was frustrating knowing. Out. Oh, go ahead. Yeah. No, go ahead. Um, <laughs> it was killing me. Like the whole time they're in the music room and there's that closet full of food and all these donations. And I thought for sure, like, because Namra's senses had gotten, they were like elevated after she'd been bit. I thought for sure she was going to hear that girl moving in there. I and that they were going to open it. They were going to find the food. She could go run away and get eaten by zombies for all yeah. I cared at that point still. But um, I was so like, yeah, it's great that they finally got to the roof, but they're still starving and they're still super frustrated. And yeah. yes. Well, and the thing that sucked was like, you know, she was at a, mo there was a moment where she was going to share and then they started talking shit about her. And mm -hmm. it's like, okay, so you were self-aware enough that you were deciding to help. But then as soon as they said something about you that was true, you were like, yeah. no, Let I'm me not just going to help you to prove you're right. And then, and then she decided way too late. She decided way too late. And so, you know, I mean. Yeah. I, there was a split second where I felt bad at that point because she had finally decided to redeem herself. Like. I, I think part of it video like the goodbyes they yeah. did on the handheld camera like yeah yeah I want mm. I still was I still I couldn't get there because she still cost another person their life for no reason yeah. but it was good that she was starting to try to be something better I guess yeah and then when she comes out and finally decides to take them the food freaking the queen guy, yeah comes out and fucking so tears again. her up yeah that he was tore her to pieces like that his that that feeding scene was intense all that blood all over the like that was crazy yeah he he went to town on that one mm -hmm. um yeah it and then she they finally get to a point where chunks on like admits his crush on anju like opens up and i was like oh this is gonna be great and then she's like go away and i was like no like you're on the <laughs> roof this kid has like opened his heart to you dude like, look i okay oh. so i've i've been in those shoes before i've been in you know you've been my best friend for years and we're inseparable and now you want to lay this shit on me like i've been in, i've been in those shoes and i was sitting there watching that scene i think i was sitting in my bed watching it and i was like girl i know <laughs> it's so hard when you're so used to being at a certain level with someone mm -hmm. and you know like and then you and then it's like 
you realize, obviously, like she gets there at some point, a little too late, of course, but she gets there and she's like, you know, okay, like, no, I really do feel these things. She just needed time to process, but I, I could have used, I could have, I mean, I would have been fine if she had sped it up a little bit because then of course she looks up yeah. and there's Guinam again. And I'm like, oh my God. <laughs> yes. And oh, it, it made me so squeamish when he's digging for Chungsan's eye. I'm like, oh, just the squelchy noises. I can't like, do eyes. Eyes gross ooh. me out. Yeah. That was, it was really uncomfortable. And then, you know, they kind of annoyed me during that part is I'm sitting here thinking, like, Namra has like these abilities. Why is she letting them fight him? She took like a good 10 minutes, it felt like, to decide, okay, fine. And then she like goes to fight him. Bitch, what were you doing that whole time that they're out here getting their butts kicked? Like, I feel like it kind of took her that long to kind of, because she has to like, I don't even know what to call it. Like channel convert, it? I guess. Yeah, yeah. To where she brings that more to the front. So I think it wasn't until like. She was physically seeing them get the shit kicked out of them. Finally, yeah, everyone's like, about to kind of, die. Yeah, it like triggered that protective instinct, I guess. And she yeah. finally knew she had to step up and do something about it. Thank goodness. I was literally yelling at her at the TV. I was like, bitch, if you don't fucking... I was getting so mad. I was like, literally like your friends, these people that you just talked about being all cuddly cozy with and like wanting to be friends after and yada yada. And you're just like standing back there. Like she wasn't even in the front trying to channel it. Let him hit yeah. you. You will survive. You got all your friends yeah. being attacked and you're literally, you're not doing anything. That part frustrated me so yeah. bad. I was literally like yelling at my TV. I was getting so mad. Um... <laughs> I'm like, bitch, are you kidding me? Like, you're the only person that can help them. Like, I was getting so mad. And then they, and then it was like, literally, like, you know, he gets tossed off again. And I'm like, why are we not holding him down and cutting his head off? Like, that's what it takes <laughs> at this point. You know yeah, what I mean? Like, y'all, nice. he can't die. Can we stop throwing him off of shit and just remove the problem? Like, yeah. Like, I don't know. But that, that scene gave me a lot of anxiety. That was another one where I thought Chong was going to die. Mm -hmm. oh yeah I this really poor kid him. like they just put him through the ringer this whole show like <laughs> he was the <laughs> sweetest kid and man they just keep screwing awesome. him every time um yeah that was you know what i think i think one of my favorite things that he says and i know that it's such a simple thing and i have two favorite moments with them but i'll talk about the other one when we get to that episode um but i I really love that he told her the, and I know it seems like such a simple thing, but the way he told her that he, that he's like, you don't have to like me too. Oh yeah. And he's yeah. like, but I've always felt this way and I always will. And I was just like, Oh God. If, okay. I'm just being honest with you. If I was 16 years old, right? some guy, so that, especially because he's super cute. Like he's not this like atrocious mess. Like he's very right. well put together. They've known each other. Like, you know, anyway, I digress. So like, I'm like, man, I would have been, I would have been a puddle on the floor. Like I would have been mush. If a 17 yeah. year old boy said that to me, what 17 year old boy do you know that can say one cohesive sentence, let alone something sweet? Like, <laughs> you know, I was just like, Oh my God, kiss him. Was like, yes. That was, that was so frustrating. Um, yeah, yeah, I got kind of into the soap opera parts of it, like the romances. I was like, come on, <laughs> you know, like, love him. <laughs> <laughs> See, they always just make me mad because like, <laughs> yeah. 
I mean, you know what my dating struggles are like. So I'm just like, how could you not? Like, he's a good person and he likes you. Dude, I'm like, telling you. Do not you. know what your other options are? Trust me. Yeah. Your other options are uh, zombies and nobody. So pick a better option. Yeah. Well, and I think <laughs> I really liked, um, you know, we talked about like how many people they've lost at that point and. We're still not even at the end of how many people they lost, but, um, you know, it's, it's, it's just, I really like those like human moments like that. The rooftop scene was probably one of my favorites. Mm -hmm. Um, cause it was just this moment for them to like get everything out. And it's like, and it's so funny because some of them got out like really great things. Like when they're talking, Oh, like you, you said this one, when they're doing the camcorder at the end of episode six and they're like, Mm -hmm. He says, or she says, you know, I normally save it for when you give me my allowance, but I'll I'll give it for free this time. I love you. And like, there's moments like that where those are very normal human experiences and emotions and things that all people might would feel in that situation, regardless of the dynamic or whatever. But then they had the moments on the rooftops where they're like talking about who they like, like, and I'm just like being, being in my thirties, that's not what I would be talking about. (laughs) Yeah, no. I'd be like, okay, so what's the plan here? Like, how are we going to get off this roof? Where are we going to go? What are we going to do? Like, why didn't we decapitate that guy when he was up here earlier? Can we discuss that, please? Like, you know, I would be talking about like serious (laughs) things. Not, okay, fine, everybody. I'll finally admit it. I have a crush on you. Like, you know, it's just, so it's just funny because it it goes back and forth between them having to be adults and yet these moments where they're still kids. I just really like that. That was really cute. Yeah, it was. And I felt like, that was such a bonding scene, like where they're all oh, just like, laying Never stuff out and admitting things to each other and themselves. Yes. And um, but then that leads into like this was the first moment that I really got the COVID hit because I didn't think about the bathroom thing so much until later when I was already kind of thinking about things from that perspective. Mm-hmm. But they dropped down there with a thermometer and they're taking everybody's temperature. And all I could yes. think about was, you know, when we had because we were considered essential at work so we're going around you know having to scan your forehead as soon as you come into work and everything else and that was all i could think about was you know another sign like hey that's something that i feel like so many people would relate to at this point is having gone through that and having to deal with that and the panic of when it didn't make the sound you wanted it to make yeah and yeah, I go through that. Yeah, I go through that with like taking my son to school. Like I've had to bring him home more than once because the little gun went beep 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 beep, and I'm like, oh my god. <laughs> but it's funny because you did tell me, like we, you know, we talked about this before, so you did tell me, you know, about the co- like feeling the COVID vibes or whatever. It mm-hmm. honestly like never even occurred to me to make those parallels. Like it just didn't. It's just so crazy the difference and and what we picked up from it because yeah. a lot of the stuff that they do is normal zombie movie stuff the quarantine the you know not trusting anybody like a lot of that stuff is like is is just zombie movies one-on-one or zombie shows mm-hmm. one-on-one 101 but um yeah I didn't even think about the temperature and I, I was actually really nervous I thought they were going to shoot that girl uh, oh, yeah. I, I really I thought when her the thing went off and they gave her that blanket I was like oh she about to die she ain't gonna make it like right. I was so and then, um, and of course, that's when they realize that um, they pull them. They they're there to get the laptop, which is the reason they're there. It's to get the this the teacher's laptop to try to learn more about the virus and see what the hell is going on. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, um, so they get the laptop. And why is it that they they leave the way that they do? Is that when they figure out the asymptomatic? Yeah, that's when. Okay. 
when they have that panic because she attacks the the bullied girl attacks the one kid that was like trying to be her friend and she yeah. tells him she's hungry and eats him like in the middle of camp but also he left all of our other favorites to die he did uh, on the roof so i don't know that i was sad to see him go yeah, no, I didn't super feel sorry for him, but I felt like it was ironic yeah. that, you know, this is the one person that's trying to connect with her and trying to reach out she was, to her. Yeah. And she, she was, was just that far on. Well, yeah. and I think what's true, <clears throat> other than the fact that it would have been a risk of him dying, I think if he had gone with her and not been such a coward, that might have yeah. gone very differently. It might not have, I don't know, but it seems like, you know, that was her thing. Like she went into the building, you know, in the beginning, obviously, before she's turned. <clears throat> and she goes to go down the stairs and she waits and he doesn't come and the door closes and you just see it in her face. She's like, okay, fine. And like, she just, you know, moves on from there. So I think, I think if he had gone with her, that would have been very different. And she, she even makes the comment when they're talking in the camp later on too, where he said something about how he thought that she was going to die or whatever. And she's like, oh, so you thought I was going to die and you still let me go by myself. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, that's, that's out. a valid question. I a lot of her thought processes are they make sense. Like I mean, I get where she's coming from, but oh yeah, you know, also, yeah, that girl like, was tortured. Yeah, I don't yeah, know because it's like one of those things where you know, and culturally, like we talked about this a little bit too, but we have to think about it from a cultural standpoint because you know here the standard for teenagers is very different and the expectations are very different and so when you're talking about like the literally like you're dishonoring you like your whole family if this like naked video shows up you know we got celebrities we got videos of you know what i mean like yeah. it's just such a different um it really is life ruining there isn't one of those it's not one of those things where like you know, if you flunk out, like, oh, well, you know, you can work at Taco Bell or I don't know, whatever, you you know, whatever. Yeah. So like when you're 17, I mean, obviously not when you're an adult, Um, but there, <laughs> but like there's other, there's other things available when you're older. Um, But so like, you know, like these things where it's like these great, the grades, their status, their numbers, who they are, how they appear, like all of that is super detrimental to their families. And so like, she really like, I mean, she was trying to commit suicide at the very beginning. She was like, enough. If that video goes up, I might as well kill myself. And she was going to jump off of a building over yeah. something, you know, like that. And it, it's just thinking about it from that perspective. It's like, it's so different than what it's like here. So culturally, like that message is very different because they, the kids talk about that. They talk about the pressure of the, you know, the one girl being, a uh, being on the national team for archery and the, uh, that one kid, um, with the glasses that dies at when they go in the gym, um, he's yeah. like, well, I, I can never be number one because she's always number one. Like they talk about a lot of those complexities and the structure of what their life looks like. And it makes it just so much more disheartening, like everything that right. they go through, especially knowing like when that video of her was taken, like. It's not like she did it willingly. You know, she had no control over that situation. She was bullied and they made her do this. Um, yeah. And I mean, and it's obvious, yeah. you know, that she, you can tell she's obviously not a willing participant. Um, so it's, it is. Yeah, because she's literally like covered up, huddled, like covering, like her face is low. And 
Well, mm-hmm. and I think it's it really is crazy too because essentially they put her through that for not snitching. You know what I mean? Like they went to that that council or whatever whatever you want to call it where they pulled in the bullies and mm-hmm. the three kids, her, the guy that she eats and then the kid from the very beginning, the teacher's son, and they didn't say anything. Yeah. The only reason they were there was because of the teacher. And his son. That's the only reason they were even there. So it's like she literally went through that for nothing. Because she didn't even do anything. Yeah. It was super pointless. But I mean, yeah. you know, from a kid's standpoint, they obviously don't always need the, the most valid of reasons to, to do, do things. Shit. Yeah, treat people like garbage. Right. Yeah. So yeah, so I guess like, I don't even know where we are episode-wise. Um, it's about it's episode nine, um, where they discover that she's asymptomatic and they're watching more of his videos. Um, one of the things yes, I thought, the, yeah, was um was kind of cool. Is he? There were two different quotes that he had in his video that kind of stood out to me. And the one was, "Can we still believe people are beautiful after seeing them become the worst possible creatures?" Yeah, that kind of hit like me. The right worst versions place. of themselves. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And yeah. really thinking about like. I mean, I keep bringing it back to pandemic stuff, but, you know, how many people were, like, getting into fights over people not wearing masks or people wearing masks? Like, people Dude, they're still doing this shit, shit, too. They're yeah. still doing it. I know. So, it's, it's great. Like, things like this always seem to bring out the worst and the best in people. So, yeah. that was one of the things. And then he makes a comment, too, that science begins with imagination and ends as a mystery. And I thought that was like the nerd in me just thought that was like the coolest thing. <laughs> no, that's great. Like that, that. that was one of those things where you're just like, ooh. Well, you know, uh, Mr. Rogers says that in times of, of struggle, in times of, of the bad or whatever you want to call it, look for the helpers. Like that's like a Mr. Rogers quote where he's like, look for the helpers, the people who come out and do things to help other people. And, mm-hmm. um, and it's just as much as there are those, there are the opposites. Those that take and and hurt and want to ruin whatever's little bit of, you know. It's kind of like the concept of the purge. It's like, well, if you're allowed to do this because the standard in which we live is now different, mm-hmm. then like, are you going to be somebody that participates? Or are you not going to be somebody that participates because you're just not that person, even when right. you're given the option to be, you know? And this crazy because I always love stuff like that. Luther and I have had multiple conversations about this, about this, like this concept of human nature turning on its head in times of crisis or a pandemic or war or whatever. Right. And um, yeah, I love that. I loved a lot of the stuff that he said when he's describing what happens to the host and how the virus changes and it becomes something different every time and blah, blah, blah. Like I loved, I loved a lot of that. I thought those parts were really, really, really well written. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they, this episode is the one that ends where, you know, it starts raining and they're all crying up on the roof. That kind of, that hit me in the feels Ooh, a little bit. Yeah. And yeah, then I kind of had to laugh. Hard. Like they make their plan to like run while the rain is cover for them and they all buddy up for protection. And that poor day suit. At they the end, like, <laughs> he grabs his own hand. He's like, all right. He's so cute. I love him so much. He his is. little He's song adorable. about fried chicken had me dying laughing. <laughs> when he's singing that, I think, it, I think, or maybe it's just chicken in general, but he's singing that song. Yeah. 
I loved him. His character was, was one of my favorites. He was adorable. And yeah, and then, you know, in 10, like, they're making a run for it. Well, also at the end of 9 is when they find Chung San's mom. And they're That's like, how that episode ends. Yes. Yeah. It was her on the other side of that semi. And that, that was just, oh, it was because he, I mean, they show you from the start, like he's kind of mama's boy. Like he gives her a lot of shit for naming the restaurant after him and everything, but he's <laughs> definitely mama's boy. Yeah. So. so that scene where he falls asleep while he's at the table, I think he's doing schoolwork mm -hmm. is what it looks like. Yeah. Um, and she comes and lays down next to him and mirrors like, and I know I've already told you this. I'm just telling them <laughs> yeah. um, when she mirrors, um, the way that he's laying and she just stares at him as someone who has a son like that, that killed me. Like I, mm -hmm. I was in shambles. Cause I was thinking, I'm like, I've literally done that. And uh -huh. I will probably do that his whole life. Like off and on have moments like that. Right. Cause he's mine. Mine's so young, but yeah. like, I just, I just catch these moments of, of motherly awe, I guess. And because I think I can relate to that, that scene fucked me up. Like I was like so emotional because when he first sees her, he's seeing her as she was. Right. And I'm like, is this going to be another one of those almost die sequences? Cause I can't take these anymore. <laughs> like, <laughs> I know. I'm like, please do not go over there and hug your mother. I need you to resist, you know? And then it's, yeah. then it's the scenes with, you know, the, their relationship and what it was like before. And I just, oh my God, that part was so well done. And of course, by this point, like we're, we're seeing more of the dad too, because this is getting closer to, or do we pass that part where the dad saves them? No, we're not there yet. No, no, that's okay. later. Okay. He shows so up at anyway. the end of 10. That's right. So that, yeah. So that episode ends with him seeing his mom and then that's where it picks back up when it comes back on for the yeah. next episode. Yeah. And it kind of burned me um the the one girl falls and it's her name is honestly oh. one that i did not pick up the whole time and no, the other girl was, she was really insignificant yeah yeah um yeah. so the other girl she stands there and looks and then sees the zombies coming and she just takes off like they were making sure she was the first one in the helicopter like they've done nothing but look out for this girl and she just <clears throat> abandons the other one and takes off so i didn't particularly feel sorry for her when she ended up in a field full of zombies. Like yeah, I felt like that was yeah, that was kind of what what she got at that point. But mm -hmm. then they make it to the gym, and them being in like that that equipment room. Another one of my favorite things where they kind of bring it back to like them being kids is when Daisu is admitting he's got a crush on on the um, sister, the older sister, yes, the upper and he covers her ears so that she can't hear what he's the saying. brother. He's yes. <laughs> And she's so funny because she knows. She's like, oh, see, because she says, she's like, you, you're the one that always calls my brother, brother-in-law. And he goes, oh, he like parks up. He's like, you know. And then she like yeah. beats the crap out of him. <laughs> oh, she does. But just, he's he's such a teddy bear. He just, he cracks me up so much. He's so cute. And then he's like ducking behind the the vo the volleyball holder. He's like yeah. ducking behind it. Like trying to, that part was really cute. Yeah. The helmet, grabbing the helmet yeah. and everything. Oh my god, that part was really he like points and she looks like what the hell? Yeah. That was such a silly they did a really good job overall of breaking up those action, the sad moments, and the kind of fun ones. Like they're very well balanced. They none of them yeah. fell out of place to me. Um no. which I've said before about all kinds of things. That's a really hard thing to maintain. 
But I thought yeah. it was really well done. And that's when, what's his name? I don't know his name. The guy with the glasses and the scratch across his face. That's uh, when he June, steps up. June something. Yeah, he steps up. And that bitchy girl from the bathroom earlier in the show that I don't care about is like giving him all this shit about like, well, what if you're wrong and you kill everybody? And he's like, well, he's like, then I'll take responsibility. And I was like, well, then. Like, that was his big moment, you know? And yeah. of course, they go out in that big circle of things with the bins and he gets attacked. And so he helps them get away sort of almost. It kind of made her reaction to that kind of hard to believe, like, and kind of fake feeling, I guess, because all of a sudden she's just devastated. So that kind of, I was like, I mean, I know she's one of those that's like tough on the exterior, soft on the inside kind of thing. Yeah. That's Um, her trope. Yeah, yes, I didn't particularly care for her. So, so I think I think some of it is yes, it's trying to show that she acts like an asshole, but she's not really. But I think some of it is this concept of guilt because at this point she's already lost that one friend. Yeah, that she was with in the very beginning, and he told her he says to her like, "You don't care about anybody but yourself. Piss off!" Like he said, you know. And I think that it's all of this realization of like, I'm fixing to lose somebody else that I really wasn't that great to. And was it really worth it? Like, I think her, I think her overall reaction is a bit over exaggerated, but I get what they were going for. Mm. Um, as far as like why she would feel that way or why she would react that way. Um, cause I think she just had this moment of, I talked all that shit and now look at what happened. Right. Yeah, no, that makes sense. Um, because yeah. she definitely. I, mean, but I, get, I get what you're saying. It was a little over the top, given that she didn't know him, and you know, right? Yeah, yeah. She was she was just a tough one to. But the guilt thing makes sense. It just she was she was one that was just tough to kind of wrap my head around. And I hated that she was one of the ones that survived. She's like one of my least. Fa- I did not give a I shit. Know. Yeah, that was obnoxious and then her dad opens the door at the end Anju's dad and I was like yes and honestly you know what I was expecting my turn Um, what I was expecting to see is because they had showed Guinam headed that way I thought for sure he was going to open I thought the same thing and then her dad was just going to get tackled by him. Like I yeah. absolutely expected that to be. So yeah, I was like I half same thing. watching, half covering. Like, Cause he made it so far. He went through so much. He'd been shot. He fell down like a cliff. What do you call that? Like a big hill. Like, mm-hmm. was, like He hit that tree and I was like, Oh, like my whole body hurt for him, you know? Yeah. And um, yeah. And I, I like, she tells him, she's like, I've been waiting for you. And I'm just like, Oh my God. Like, I know. I'm so close to my dad. Like that part just like killed me. And I'm like, my dad's probably too old to be doing all that. And he definitely ain't no ass kicker like that. But <laughs> I like to think that he would at least try to come and find my ass if I was locked up somewhere and there was some zombies. But yeah. um he plays a lot of video games. He might can handle it. I don't know. But he just <laughs> but like that scene, that scene was so good. But then when they get to the fucking tennis courts and mm-hmm. he gets bitten, I was like. I, I can't believe they did this to us. <laughs> like so, I just spent 10 episodes, 10 episodes being invested <laughs> in this father daughter and you finally reunite them. And then you kill the dad. See, and what made me mad about that is like, 
I had, I specifically wrote in my notes, that's like Jack and Rose in the Titanic. He absolutely could have made it through with On them. the door. <laughs> throwing the flares. He could have made it out the door with them and he didn't. So that is her not pulling him up on that door in the middle the of the ocean. Thing. Like That is yeah. absolutely what that was for me. So you know what my other favorite moment between Anju and um, Chong is? Is when he's like devastated after his mother. Um, I mean, and, and too, he stands oh. there and watches them beat the shit out of his mom. And he's like, excuse me, you know, like, stop, <laughs> right. you know. Um, and so, but she tells him, she goes, we'll talk about it tomorrow or the next day yeah. or in a week, you know. And then when her father dies and, and she's about ready to fucking just give up herself, he yeah. says, why don't we talk about it tomorrow? I was yeah. just like. I don't like where this is going. They're going to kill him. Like I knew when that <laughs> moment happened, I was like, they are going to kill Chong off and I'm going to be fu fucking furious. And sure yeah. enough, moments after that happens, Gwinnam shows again. up again, because at this point they're out of the school, but they're in the like construction area yeah. for like a new building, I guess. I don't think it, it really tells us exactly what it is. It's part of the school, I think, but it's not finished or something. And, yeah. um, he comes out and he bites him. And I was like, no. <laughs> I feel like my attachment to characters that get beat up like these, these bleh, like these ones, are why I have trust issues. Because <laughs> I just, I love him so much. And they continually make it look like he's dying, but he's really not. And yeah. it's just such an yeah. emotional roller coaster. So I'm like, like my notation for this one, these motherfuckers killing him again. So <laughs> I just, I was like, Why? this is when this scene, that scene, when he, when he bites him and then he tells them to leave and he's going to go fight him off or whatever. That's yeah. when I text you and was like, don't watch this episode at work. <laughs> you don't be pissed. Oh, I know. And I just, even at that point, I was like, you know, there's still a chance. Like, you know, he could turn the way that they turned and just be like this hybrid instead of, I, you know, I really wanted zombie. that to happen. But I think his thing was, I don't think he wanted to live like that. He had already lost yeah. so much. And oh my God, when he goes down in the bottom of this, or he goes through that building and he says, today, I'm the happiest kid Ugh. in school. I was like, yes, oh my God. Oh, he just, oh he God. tugged at my heartstrings more than anybody I else. I character so much. He I loved him so brilliant. much. He was so and then sweet. they so then they make the decision to bomb it mm -hmm. to get rid of the zomzoms and to like protect humanity. Blah, 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 blah. And yeah. so um, and then I'm just gonna rush through the government part because I don't give a shit about that part. But essentially, the guy responsible who made the decision talks to his wife in this really humanizing moment that really angered me because I didn't give a shit about him. And then now you got him talking about his kid and talking to his wife. And I'm like, why are you doing this to me? And then he shoots himself in the head. Well, I had, when he went for his uniform, I had knew. a feeling. Yeah. yeah, I did too. Um, but I because... was like, I was so mad that they waited to show his sense of humanity because it's almost like they're, they're drawing this line of you can't have humanity if you're in these positions. And I'm sure there are people right. that agree with that, but that's awful. Yeah. I would rather see the typical, like, I can't do it. I can't make this decision than to see somebody who can so coldly do that and then call their wife 
and then shoot themselves. Like, what the fuck yeah. was the benefit of any of that? And then and, when the text um, messages come through from his wife and she's like, she's I'm like, sorry, I'm I yelled sorry at you. Already, yeah, she's, yeah, Ugh. oh my God. Yeah. And I was, was mad like... because I cared and I didn't want to care because his character <laughs> sucked. You know what I mean? Yeah. But you're like, oh my God, he's never going to see his family. And you're like, but you know what? Neither are any of the people you bombed. So fuck you. Yeah, <laughs> right? Yeah, that whole concept of like lose a few to save many kind of thing. It's hard. I, oh, yeah, that was. I don't. I honestly, I don't. <laughs> but that was that was another one where because he makes the comment at some point while they're on the phone that it's not a big deal to miss school and it's better for them to stay healthy than to go to school and get sick. That's right. So that was that was another one that kind of um, because my sister we don't know if my sister just picked it up at school or where she might have got it but she just had it she's feeling better now thank goodness um, yeah but yeah oh man like there's that's more but I also haven't watched the extent of zombie movies that you have either so I wouldn't have seen as many to know like where there are parallels or where there are yeah so well but I think essentially I mean zombieism. <laughs> is a um is a pandemic i mean it's it's yeah. considered i mean it's a virus it's just as um i mean you, I, I think you can connect the two regardless i don't think it's you know i just didn't it's just interesting that you picked up those that was the way that you viewed a lot of those sequences and mm -hmm. i didn't get any of that at all like it's just kind of funny to think about it um but yeah i mean zombie the that type of virus i mean that's a pandemic that's the same thing as what we're going through, you know, now, well, I mean, it's not the same thing, but you get what I'm saying. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah, I think, um, and then after, you know, we see, <coughs> I'm so over Don't die. Coffee. Don't die. <laughs> I'm so um, over. I'm hoping I'm moving far enough away that that's not going to be so obnoxious in the episode. Um, fun fact, I'm human <laughs> and yeah. I'm getting more no. COVID. Oh, no. <laughs> and my cough has not gone away and I'm working on it. Okay. Um, anyway, so yeah, so we get through the military bullshit that I don't care about. And then um that scene where Guinam and Chong are fighting and then he grabs him and they fall back. I'm like, maybe he survives. <laughs> like, I know. Maybe he falls, falls into the elevator thing, shaft, whatever it's called, and he's fine. So then when we the kids get um, where they're going and they get like that part kind of moved really quickly after that, after that sequence, yeah. it was like, boom, 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 you know, sorry. And um, they, uh, you know, they, he, whatever, I, what happens next? They get there. Well, and they, like, they end that episode with like all the ashes and everything at the bottom of the shaft with her name tag that he'd had. Oh yeah, they, they exchange the name tags. Yeah, and then the next episode starts with the little girl crying in the quarantine camp, and then Anju going back to the building to see if she can find him. And it's been four months later. It's well, months so after, the right? that her fir it's her first initial trip after they've gotten up into the mountains after the explosions. She makes that trip back to the yeah. building with Namra um, before. They get to the quarantine camp before they're rescued. Oh, okay. That's the beginning. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. When she goes in and she's like yelling for him and trying to find and him. Then, and then because then they get into the city 
and they're attacked and that's when shit gets real bad and they lose more people yeah we lose the brother we lose namra yep because she leaves that's it right i think so because the sister the archer sister and the almost lesbian girl that i don't really care for with the bangs (laughs) and then um yeah. Well, and there's this moment, like, I got so annoyed because she's like, you know, Namra kills the brother, the archer's brother. Right. And the wannabe girlfriend is like, you know, well, at least I've been, I spent a lot of time around zombie, two days, calm down, zombies. Okay. And, you know, at least a human would have said sorry for killing her brother in front of her. And I'm like, okay, bitch, but also he was a zombie. Like, Right. I, don't be high and mighty for your maybe we'll marry you one day hope over here like calm down like she her <laughs> brother wasn't her brother anymore and at some point then you do have to make a decision to save to kill somebody to save the group because he wasn't yeah. a human being anymore like mm-hmm. i hate i will tell you this is a trope in zombie movies that fucking infuriates me is the people who are like oh still people no they literally are not like (laughs) stop it yeah you've seen the devastation well enough at this point to know that they're not coming back this is not the same like they had that one part i'm not gonna go down this rabbit hole i'm not gonna go down this rabbit hole but they had this character in the walking dead that was like that and i'm like this literally makes no sense you are watching these things rip out people's throats and you want to pet them like they're puppy dogs. Enough. I cannot stand that. <laughs> that is one of my least favorite zombie movie TV shows. Whatever. Like that infuriates me. Mm-hmm. So when she said that, I was like, go oh, sit the fuck down. Like <laughs> you can tell how heated that moment made me. I was so mad at her. I was yeah. like, girl, we don't, we haven't liked you from the first episode. We've met you shut up and sit down. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, and then uh, another swift kick to the fields you know they're finally they find the soldiers and they're getting rescued and they do that montage flashback to every single person All along the, the way lost. yeah who every time you know when they're sacrificing themselves they're like just make it home just make it home and i was like oh stop <laughs> i can't handle it my little grinch heart is just like i know oh. i loved i really liked that sequence though because i liked seeing it's kind of this like reminder of like what everyone went through and and to think about what they went through in really not a very long time like technically our story only takes place over a couple of days yeah they really they lose so much and it's kind of hard to keep track of the fact that it's only been a couple of days it feels um, like it's with this yeah it does um yeah and then they annoy the crap out of you by showing the, you the interviews that these kids are going through from the military but some of the shit that they say i was like oh yeah fucking right like i was like cheering them on and oh yeah i forget who who says it but they're like i'll never ask an adult for another thing like oh yeah why did you abandon us like oh my god i was like fucking tell them (laughs) no that was oh that made me so mad that they were asking all these dumb questions because you know that's something that would happen too like these debriefings and it's just all the no, things I, that these kids went through, partially because you left them there, and now you want to sit there and grill them like they're criminals or something. And yeah, like they're to blame. 
I hated that, but I really did love the sequence because of the things they got to say. I did like that yeah. part a lot. Um, and then themselves. that's when it, that's when it goes to four months later. Yeah. Right. Okay. Okay. All right. So it gets to four months later. Anju goes to the tree and then leaves snackies for Shang. And there's a note. She wrote a note that says, I love you. Did yes. It says, I love you. Oof. And I was just like. I was right in the fields again. You should have told was, him that while he was alive. That's what made me mad. That's what made me mad. I was like, bitch. <laughs> I know. You had every opportunity. Be like, no, you know what? I don't like you. I love you. I know. Like this whole time. Oh my God, that part. I, I loved it, but I was really mad at the same time. And yeah. then she goes and she sees the fire on the school. Yeah. yeah. And then um, she thinks right away that it's not Namra because... Mm -hmm. She thinks that she went up there to light it because she misses them because she's, yeah. you know, she said, when this is all over, whenever we light a fire, we should come back together or we should, you yeah. know, do this again, blah, blah, blah. So she goes and tells Sayoku, Sayoku, Sayoku. And um, that part was so cute. She was like, I told you not to tell anybody. Oh, yeah. When like, everybody. Like, I told you not to tell anybody. And he's like, I told you not. And it goes that I thought that part was so cute. I love that part. Yeah, um, that was so obviously they they see the fire too. That part kind of moves along, and then I so badly wanted it to be Chong. Like I so know badly. my heart wouldn't let me believe it though, because it was like you know what? It's been broken so many times already in this show. Like I just can't bring myself to hope for it again. Oh, I know, so, and it when it wasn't they they get there they go in and we find out that Namra is fine. You know what I thought was interesting? She healed. Did you notice that? Yeah. yeah. Her eye and that part of her forehead that she had like smashed in mm. was like healed, and I was like, "What does that mean?" I know. I this is where they kind of lost me. Like I, <laughs> I, I figured it was her because of the fire. Because you could tell, like from how she talked about that, that fire and spending that time together meant so much to her. Um, after going so long with feeling like she didn't have friends, so I kind of figured yeah. that it was that it was her lighting the campfire. But then they do like this weird superhero twisty feel, <clears throat> where it's like. I half expected her to be like, if you ever need me, I'll be there. And then swoosh a cape and jump off the roof. <laughs> like, or like you expect uh, <laughs> Commissioner Gordon to put a bat signal right. out. <laughs> oh my gosh. I just, they just totally lost me at that point. I was like, you gotta yeah. be kidding me. I think, like, okay. <laughs> so, so the ending was a little lackluster for me, given everything else that had happened. Um, mm. And these are, these are my two theories. My two or my okay. two thoughts about this, where, where it's going. I think there's absolutely going to be a second season. It's a big hit. It's been the number one on the top 10 for Netflix pretty much since it came out. Um, mm. So I think it, it, you know, it will probably get a second season. Um, and I think the two biggest things that I think are going to happen is I think the politics is about to become a major part of the story. Yeah. Um, because it really wasn't. Like most of our story was really about the kids at the school. Like the the notes of the the political pieces of it were very um, few and far between. Yeah. Um, and I think that that's going to be something that is huge in the next season. I think they're going to go the political route. Let's make super soldiers that dumb shit that they always do. 
But I also think that she is going to have an army. Like, I think, I think it's going to end up being this like superhuman. Like, I think it went, I think it looks superhero on purpose is what I'm saying. I think that she's going to become this leader of the zombies more or less. Um, And I really hope I wanted to see this really badly in the first season. I really hope they're going to give her the ability to control the dumb zombies. Oh, okay. Because I've only seen that done once, but I ate it up. Yeah. Pun not intended. Like, I thought that was (laughs) such a cool concept. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I would love to see that. And I would love for it to become this, like, zombies against the military. Like, I think that would be so over the top and crazy, but I think they could do it and it would be done really well. Yeah. So it'll be interesting to see. Um, I don't know if I'm super invested in a second season. Yeah. Um, I mean, I do, I do love, you know, the kids that, you know, we got attached to and everything. Um, but I just, I don't know. It just didn't, quite hit that mark for me it's not like archive 81 where i'm about to flip tables if they don't come out with a season two um i would probably watch it but i'm not like super i'm not gonna lose my mind if they don't come out with a second season yeah i mean i don't think i would i'm excited to see a second season so i'm probably somewhere in between the two i'm in between you and the other and the opposite of what you feel um, because I don't think I'd lose sleep over there not being a second season, but I think I'd be a little bummed because I would like to see what else they could do. However, yeah. I'm also like super into zombies. Like I love, like I'm, I'm really into zombies. Like zombies are what is one of my favorite, like, like, I don't know, like subgenres, creature features. I just, I really like zombies a lot. Yeah. Um, it's kind of like found footage in that if it's zombies, I'll watch it. Like, right. um, you know, and I think that like that, um, I think that's part of my connection to wanting to see is because I feel like there's still a lot of stuff you could do with it. Um, yeah. But I think I'm kind of with you. I think, I mean, I, I want to see a second season. I would be very excited about a second season. I would probably binge the shit out of it again, you know. <laughs> but I think that if there wasn't one, they at least didn't leave it hanging like Archive 81. Archive yeah. 81, if there's not a second season, I'm going to be irritated. Oh, Yeah. I think part of it too is like knowing, like you said, like where they're, you can tell, you know, now that the initial mess is over, it's going to turn political because that's what happens with everything. And politics just annoy the crap out of me. Um, So because it's always the same people, it's it's the people out for personal gain and who can we blame this on? Nobody can take personal responsibility. So I feel like I've just seen that so many times. Like I like the initial chaos and the craziness of it. And, you know, maybe in some way to see where the kids are able to find like a new normal and move on as best as they can with their lives and stuff. But they they start to lose my political stuff. So that's where yeah. I think kind of my my lesser interest in a second season yeah. is, is coming from. Yeah. Well, and I think the political stuff is so redundant because it's so realistic. Because yeah. that's yeah. what would happen. Like, we see it every day. <laughs> like it literally, and and to your point, I mean, you you see it so much in real life, you probably don't want to see it in your entertainment. So I understand yeah. that part of it too. I um I just really like zombies, and I I really want to see something else with control. 
Like I really yeah. want to see someone else explore this possibility of what it could be like for some hybrid zombie mix to control zombies. And yeah. it's crazy. I can't even remember the movie I've seen it in, but I think they do it a little bit in Z Nation too. I don't know if you've ever seen that, but that's a really good zombie show. Um, it's a lot less serious. It's not heavy like this. It's a little, mm-hmm. it's a little sillier, um, a little more silly. Anyway, um, I digress. But it's, um, <laughs> <laughs> but it's, uh, you know, but it it is something that like I would really, you know, there's kind of some of that in. Um... Oh, I can't think of the name of it, but it's the uh, the Nazi zombies. You know what I'm talking about? Oh, uh, Dead Snow? Yes, yeah. yes, yes. I feel like there's kind of a little bit, but it's all like it's a zombie leader in control kind of yeah, thing. Yeah, dude, that shit when they come up out of the snow after that noise he makes, I was like, that scene is intense. Yeah. I was like, y'all are about to get fucked up. <laughs> I was like, why are we still staying in here staring at this shit? Bye! Yeah. <laughs> like, so, what is something that you would change about about season one. I'd erase a lot of characters. <laughs> yeah, I'd get rid of the archers same. altogether. Um, I would remove the two girls that we don't even know who they are or what purpose they served. Mm-hmm. Um, I would get rid of the assembly people shit. I don't care about that at all. I think you could because I think what I think what you could what they not you like you made it, but like what they <laughs> could do is I think they could have still had those political moments of like what are we doing and what are we assessing? And because that's, that has to happen in these situations. Mm-hmm. Like the military just doesn't go away. It may feel like it sometimes, but they don't like, so right. I'm fine with those pieces, but I think that there, a lot of it could have just been erased completely. And to your point, nothing would change except it would have been just the stuff we wanted to see. Right. Right. And, and it would have been really, shorter. Yeah, well, yeah, and it would have been shorter, like eight episodes instead of twelve. I also really am, and I'm not normally like this. I really am not normally like this. I really, I really did not like that they killed Chongoff. I really did not like that. Yeah, no, I didn't either. I just, I accepted the dad. I'm like, okay, because like even after he dies, he's still helping her. Yeah, she finds the markers for the trail and she finds the flashlight and yada, yada, yada. He still is the reason she gets to safety, no matter how you want to look at it. Yeah. But when, but I just didn't like that they killed um, Chongoff. I think I I really wish they hadn't done that because I think they kind of gave us enough of a heart attack about him. I think they could have left it the fuck alone. (laughs) Like heart attack. It's like several. Yeah. (laughs) yeah, That's my point. It's like (laughs) they kept doing it. And usually when they do that, those are the ones that survive. So I wasn't expecting him to die. Yeah. And so anyway, so those are what, those are kind of the things I would change. I just think there were too many people to focus on, which is why we don't remember a lot of the names and why we don't really like, they're not really memorable because they didn't really serve a purpose. Like, why were they there? You know, but what about you? What are some things you would change? That is absolutely the same thing. Um, yeah, they're just, there's so many bits and pieces that just don't like, if you erase the references to them later on, you're really not losing anything. So I just, I don't see the purpose. Yeah. I just, I feel like there's so many characters that they could just cut out with no, no real loss to the integrity of the show. Um, it just yeah. it felt and I absolutely agree with you where I feel like it did make it kind of harder to focus on everything else that was going on because there's all these other little side stories where yeah. you're like trying to remember because you're like, okay, is this gonna be important? Is it and, gonna matter? Yeah. Yeah. 
Anyway, <laughs> but no, I, I, I agree. I think, um, I think that's, I think, yeah, I think we're on the same page with that stuff. I think I am. Um, yeah. I stick with my eight out of 10. I think I just, because it's zombies, because of the crazy, like the really great character arts arcs, the zombie um, effects, because a lot of them are practical effects sped up a little bit. Um, the gore, yeah. like all that stuff was just super like on point for me. The glare is like crazy on my glasses right now. Sorry. Um, I know every time I tilt mine up, you can see my ring light. <laughs> um, but yeah, I like um I, I liked it a lot. I, I would definitely watch a second season. I um yeah, so that's uh our thoughts on All of Us Are Dead, Netflix original Korean zombie TV shows, 12 episodes. I think we both recommend at least watching it, right? Yeah, um, I'd say if you're Kind of on the struggle bus trying to find something to dig into it's not a bad one to get into yeah. um yeah i wouldn't say rush out and frantically make it your first priority but it was i don't regret the time that i invested in it yeah i think i think a little more highly of it than you do because yeah. <laughs> I, I i wouldn't say make it like a top priority but i definitely think if you like train to busan if you like Korean, Japanese, horror, anything, I highly recommend it because it, it does stay right on par with how those films are typically done. Um, and Train to Busan is my favorite zombie movie ever. And this is very similar, except longer. So so that concludes okay. our horror bestie breakdown of All of Us Are Dead. It's on Netflix. It's uh, 12 episodes. Um, it's good. We liked it. Uh, so yeah. we, uh, Tasha and I will be back breaking down something else in two weeks dose weeks we have no idea what we're doing we'll see how it goes hopefully a movie this time <laughs> <laughs> yeah tv shows are a time suck i'm aware of that <laughs> so the scramble right. it was good though I know. no it was good i liked it uh yeah so thank you guys so much for listening. Um, when you're done, you should go over to my YouTube channel and make sure that you're subscribed and watch all my videos. Do uh, it. And uh, yeah, Tasha and I will see you guys in two weeks. Uh, enjoy the rest of your weekend and have a great week. And we'll see you next time.